everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Italian Impact Weekly and almost said the boxing authorities, but I got to sneak that in. Talking business and life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. I am Claudio Relsano. And I'm Steve Mancini. We have a very special event today. We are at the Shop Small Crawl in Oakmont, Pennsylvania, and we are taping live, I guess you could say live, from uh, today's organic market at 612 Allegheny Boulevard in Oakmont, owned by the wonderful Carrie D'Ambrosio, who we're going to get on the show. We had her son, Amani, on the show on Italian Impact Weekly, but um, she is doing a great thing. Everybody is here promoting their business, which is fantastic, which is what you want to do. But Carrie is doing something a little bit different. She's doing for something. Uh, she's doing something for the Rosedale Food Pantry. Uh, she's collecting food and money for the food pantry, which I think is a great thing. Uh, Steve, uh, what do you think so far? I think I'm trying to untangle my cords. Number one <laughs> and number two, I think it's great. I I don't get a chance to come up to Oakmont very very often. And the irony is, is I live 25 minutes away. Why don't you go to Oakmont more often? I don't know. I just don't. But I think uh, I love events like this because they force me to for one get out of the house. And two, to actually come to something worth coming to. So, again, we're appreciate force everyone having us, too. Oh, she's getting on the radio. She just doesn't know it yet. But we have a bunch of guests, not only from today's organic market, but from other businesses as well. As a matter of fact, our first guest is a young lady that I knew when she was a little girl because my <laughs> wife, Linda, taught her at St. James. As soon as we walked in, my wife's looking and said, what? who is that girl? <laughs> but she's not a little girl. She's still a little girl to us. Yeah. And as Larissa Russo. Uh, Larissa, how are you? Good to see you. Great. Thank again. you so much for having me. I yeah. know this is such a great kismet thing coming back together. It's very yeah. cool. And we saw your mom a couple days ago at a store. Yes. Your mom's great, great lady. And your dad, she great is. family. They are great. They've been so supportive through building a business they yeah. I couldn't ask for anything better and, and we're gonna get to that building a business yeah. but tell us first about your business and how it came to be yeah so um, my business is called the refillery um, we are Pittsburgh's first refill and zero waste store so I started in um, 2021 started as a pop-up you know just a, a table and a tent um, at outdoor markets kind of thing um, you know I think like a lot of people through the pandemic I was really reevaluating um, my life and my impact and you know what am I doing with my life um, so I resigned from my corporate engineering position to pursue the refillery full-time I really wanted to um, you know help the Pittsburgh community make an impact on becoming greener and healthier and just try to make an impact on on making our world better now so. you said a word three times which we talk about the word all the time. That's what we named our show, Impact. Yeah. Okay, so tell us how you are impacting uh, your area. Well, so far, um, you know, in the last two years of, of the business, we've saved, um, I think, a little over 19,000 single-use containers from landfill. Wow. Um, so our whole mission is about reducing single-use plastic. Um, so behind us, I know the listener can't see, but behind us right now is um, kind of large containers with pumps on them of hand soap, dish soap, laundry detergent, um, home essentials, personal care essentials. So you bring your own container, reuse it, and refill it over and over again. So it's keeping those single-use containers out of landfill. Wow. So. We're really excited about so it. So all these containers, this is your this is your business. Yes, oh. yes. So we've partnered with Carrie in today's organic market. Um, we opened here in August of this year. Um, it it was a fantastic um, like 
just so grateful that Carrie reached out and we were able to to make this happen. But yeah, she's graciously offered this space to us and then it helps, you know, her customers have a one stop shop of getting their organic healthy groceries. You can get your clean ingredients, home essentials all in one place. So we're really lucky. How well received is it? It's it we are blown away by the reception and how much people want to do it you know like they especially in this community we see people that come in and they're like oh I didn't realize this was here I've been waiting for this I get it I bring my own right like they're just like they, they get it right away and so it's just been a overwhelmingly warm reception and you have some other sites as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. So our um, other brick-and-mortar location is in Squirrel Hill on Murray Avenue, right between Giant Eagle and Dober T. Um, so if you're familiar with that area, that's mm-hmm. where we are. And um, we're just so lucky to – that community is wonderful as well. We just – you know, I can't get over it. We're just so lucky. A couple more things. How are you looking to not only promote your business but to grow it? Mm, that's a great question. That's um, why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I get it's the It's like they bucks. better be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think as far as promoting and, and just and growing, I think it really is about creating connections, right? So community and creating connections. Um, I think that's our biggest thing right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of instead of going wider, maybe deeper, right? You know, um, really getting to know our customers, making sure that, you know, everyone feels really welcome in our store. And um and um, sorry, I didn't know if you wanted me to pause there. <laughs> no, I, I'm just trying. This is what we do in the studio. This is why it works so well. Steve will say, your turn. Claudio, my turn. Right. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, you know, I kind of built this map of where I wanted to be two years ago. Good and I've you. checked off a lot of those things, That's you great. know, partnering with organic food and, and having more than one location and social media stuff. So it's kind of like I have to come up with some new stuff which is really fun so i'll be interested you know me and my team will sit down and my team and i will sit down in 2024 and we'll figure out what the next couple years looks like yeah i was telling my wife on the way up here you win one championship you want to win another yeah you know you keep accomplishing as i always keep saying that's exactly what you're doing steve yeah no that's um by the way it's funny because uh you, you said the way we do our show we don't clearly you're not as organized as you are. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about we, that. No, because, uh, you know, it's funny. We, we often kind of joke about this, that everything, when things are from the heart and are more sincere, exactly. people, people, if, if you believe in what you're doing, people mm-hmm. will believe in you. If it's mm-hmm. fake, people are going to pick that up right away. And it's kind of yeah. like I said, we, we click because we just go, what do you want? You ask a question. I don't know. You ask a question. What's well, the same thing with, with what you're doing? It sounds like this is a passion for you. When did this become a passion for you? Because you don't just throw a career away and say, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go do <laughs> yeah, this. Exactly. You're, right. you're going to, you know. Yeah. I think it, you know, it really came down to like my personal values, my professional values at the time. I felt really out of balance. Like I didn't like what I I didn't it wasn't that I just didn't like what I was doing but it was like really feeling in my soul you know like what am I doing with my life um so it really came down to answering that question and and doing a lot of research on the business side of things for a long time and then finally you know you know you stay up at night and you ask yourself you know or you tell yourself you know I I can't do that I didn't go to school for that I didn't go to business school I didn't do this I didn't that's do why that. you're successful you didn't go to business school <laughs> yeah well, I don't know about that There's some truth but to that. uh you know I just finally took the leap of like well why shouldn't it be me you know I can I can it was so long that you know you can't answer the question anymore of why not me and so 
I feel really lucky. I have a great team, a great support system in Carrie, and just really, really lucky. It's really and cool. And how can people get in touch with you, website, locations? Yeah, um, we are at the Refillery PGH um, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and our website is therefilleryPGH.com. You can order online. We deliver up to 20 miles. Um, so we want to make it really easy for people to start being greener and, and making healthier choices for themselves and their families. And real quick before you go, what's the yeah. next thing you have lined up? I mean, yeah. it's not a, hey, I'm done. I've made it. We're done. I mean, you, you're going to, you want to, you want to expand this for a reason. There's some yeah. reason you got into this. So yeah. you want to do more. What's the more? Well, our goal by the end of the year is to save 25,000 um, single use containers from landfill. So we're at like 19,000 right now. We got about a month. We'll see how that goes. I hope that we can make a big dent in that. But that's the goal, um, 25,000. And then, you know, We'll just keep going from there. And I, and I really want to um, really make a lot more new connections as far as other small businesses in the new year. That's a big thing with us, you know, just like today. You know, today is such an important day for small businesses. So we just want to keep that going in the new year and be honest. Lastly, we got to mention your mom and dad. Talk to, yeah. talk to us about their support. <laughs> they are they're the best. They, um, you know, they're entrepreneurs themselves. Right. Um, so I think that they understood where I was coming from when I – you know, told them I'm going to quit my, you know, cushy job to sell soap, as my dad would say. He's like, so you're selling soap. And I'm like, well, it's a little more than that. But but yeah, um, but they just, you know, they support me um, with, you know, advice on, you know, what to do as far as next steps. But ultimately, just them telling me like that they're proud of me, yeah. like, Oh my God! You know that's that's, it. that's, that's all right. I need to hear, and I'm that's that's all the everything. money in the world. It can't is. Buy that it stuff. is. So well, we wish you the best. Thank I'm sure you. we'll be in touch soon. And uh, you, your parents are great, but so are you. I can see Thank where you, you uh, got it from. <laughs> but we wish you all the best. Thank Continue you very success. much. All Thank right. you guys. Thank you. And we want to thank the Calabria Club of Pittsburgh. If you're interested in learning more, you can find their contact information on Facebook at Calabria Club of Pittsburgh. Again, thanks Domenica and the team at the Calabria Club of Pittsburgh for your support. Okay, we are back with Italian Impact Weekly and Talking Business and Life with Claudio Rossano and Steve Mancini. We have another guest, Laura Cadori, who is the owner of Worm Return. Uh, tell us uh, what that is and, and what you're doing here. Hi, Claudio. Uh, thanks for having me today. Thank you. Thank um, you. I met Carrie a couple weeks ago, and as you can tell from the store, uh, she's very environmentally conscious, and so it was a very good fit. Um, we do a composting service. We have a pickup where we'll come to your home and pick up for a charge. But then we're going to work with Carrie to have a drop-off location. So it'll be in the back of her store where people will come, pick up a clean bucket, drop off their full bucket of food scraps. We'll weigh it, give all the data to Carrie so that we know what's being diverted from landfills. They'll pick up a clean bucket, and we'll just keep doing it over and over every week. And how long have you been doing this, and why? How did it start? Uh, <laughs> That's not the easiest question to answer. So uh, I officially I officially became an LLC in January of 2018 on my lucky day. Um, I've always been environmentally concerned. Uh, when I was a kid, I grew up in the suburbs. Not a lot of litter there, but enough that it bothered me. And so on the playground, I got a couple kids together and we cleaned up litter. I actually our, did something about it. Yeah. Uh, we were called the Trash Busters because <laughs> I grew up in the 80s. So you can imagine. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then, yeah, I, I worked 25 years in the restaurant industry and just saw what kitchens could not use. 
And I thought to myself, if we could just reclaim what they can't use, the impact that we could make on the environment. And when I first started, uh, we were doing about a thousand pounds a month. I'm now at about a thousand pounds a day. Really? Wow. Wow. Well, that's pretty, uh, I'm not going to lie, that's pretty uh, interesting. But I tell you what I do like, something you said. Um, There are a lot of people that talk about, hey, I want to save the environment. Environments are important. But then you're like, okay, well, what are you doing about it? And so talk is cheap. I think the reality (laughs) that you're actually doing speaks volumes of you. I love the fact that you're, no, and I mean that because I'm the same way. You know, people would look at me and say, you know, I'll go there briefly. People would say, oh, if your politics are so-and-so, you you don't care about the environment. It's like, oh, I care about it. I just don't talk about it. I actually do about it. So if I see something on the ground, I pick it up. I, you know, you you know, you're recycling, you're being conscious about what you're throwing into the garbage, being conscious about what you're buying. You know, I love the fact that the guests we had on here, you know, getting rid of the the, the reusing the plastic bottles. I mean, there's so many things we can do, there's little things that add up. But it's funny you say what you said about the restaurants, because I've seen that as well. I used to work in a restaurant a long time ago. I mean, a long time ago. But it's amazing what you throw away, not even in your own house, but you think what these what these restaurants, when they create these specials and they come out with us, they, what do they do if they don't sell it? You can't keep it. Well, some restaurants do. They'll keep that stuff forever. And I was like, don't go there. But I love the fact that you're actually doing, and I mean that sincerely. Um, that's important. We're... Where else can you go with this, though? I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it's not a one and done, like, hey, we'll grab this stuff up and we'll throw it in there. Like, how can you keep, not just about making money, but actually pushing the message? Like, where, where do you go with this? Well, my goal, actually, I was just on the phone before I got here today. One of the biggest problems I deal with in my industry is produce labels. They are contamination, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you mean the actual stickers and all the, the stuff stickers. that goes on there? Yep. Right. And, you know, it, it's a bigger problem. You know, that's something that needs to be lobbied. You know, if, if once I get the business under control, that's that's what I want to do next is, you know, start lobbying in Washington. Like, there are other ways. Like, why, why do we have to have a sticker on every single piece of produce that comes through a facility? And just you think know. how much that adds up. That's the problem. People see a sticker. They see a cap. They see a thing. They see, you got to times that by millions. Come visit and, me at the farmer's market right. and you'll and, see. We got a, a water jug full of just produce stickers. labels that what we've you, what, what can you do with them? Nothing. I've seen, I've seen people who make art out of them. But by the time they go through my process, right. you know, they're all mangled. And, and it's, no it's not even a recyclable material, is it? Nope. Nope, it is straight garbage. And there are alternatives. There's a, a great company here in Pittsburgh called Dissolves, and they're making a dissolvable label. Over in Europe, they do stamps. That, that's funny you say that because you know what? I've seen the everything from the cups to the silverware. You know, the, to the, it's not plastic. It's like the biodegradable spoons and forks. I mean... And that's a word to be careful of, if I may, Steve. No, no, that, please. That it took me a very long time to understand it. Because it is biodegradable does not mean it is compostable. Ooh, so I that's get people who will give me things that are biodegradable. Thinking it it's going to eventually dissipate into the surface. It's not going to make soil. So something that is compostable. Compostable is always biodegradable. Biodegradable is not always compostable. What happens to the material when it breaks down? When it's biodegradable, it's going to break down into its smaller forms. So it might be a... Like plastics are ultimately elements. Right. You know, it's going to break down into its elemental form, but it's not going to break down into a healthy. It's not something soil. I'm going to be planting my plants in, right? right? 
Here's right. some here's some plastic dirt for you. Right. <laughs> Not only is she offering a service, but you're also educating people. I do that maybe a lot, Claudia. Is important. Yes. This is important. Now, tell us about the connection with you and Carrie and here today's organic <laughs> market. Well, your next guest, um, Espo Wilcox, we he and I met uh, about a year ago, actually. He surprised me on my front porch with a lion's mane mushroom grow kit. It was amazing. And um, we've been working on a partnership because, as you can imagine, I drive all over the place. We go as far north as almost Wexford, not very far south. We come all the way out here to Oakmont and Verona. We're all the way out in the east end, like everywhere. And I'm like, how do we help my customers, my diversion partners, get fresh mushrooms well i could be delivering them to my customers well i needed a pound of mushrooms to deliver to a customer (laughs) my employee comes to the store on monday and carrie was like i have no idea what you're talking about i i can't give you these mushrooms and so i call espo and he's like well wait i thought that was tomorrow i said they were to be delivered tomorrow we needed to pick them up today so he's like well i'll call carrie i show up on tuesday Carrie's like, I still haven't heard from Espo. And I was like, look, I can show you our text messages. And she was just laughing. And then Espo was laughing. He's like, I mean, if somebody's really scheming on getting some mushrooms, you know, I should be flattered. For the record, these are edible mushrooms that are designed for food. Yeah, we were we were getting... Um, <laughs> Mataki, Mataki mushrooms. That sounds right. I'm not good at the mushrooms. That's Espo's. If it were up to me, I'd say I think they sound like Mai Tai. I don't know. Some kind of mushroom. But yeah, that that was it. In order to fill a a product order for my customer, I came to Carrie to borrow some mushrooms and... She is like, I love what you're doing, and you would right. be a great fit for our store. So, yeah. No, I was going to say, I, I kind of like the fact that, um, and we're going to talk with her about this, but I love the fact that you guys are all connecting to each other. You're like, you all have the same goal. It, Don't talk about doing good things. We're going to do do good things, and then we're going to get together, and we're going to provide, for a lack of better term, a focal point for mm-hmm. folks to come to. Like I said, I don't want to go to the regular giant supermarkets and buy a bunch of containers full of soaps and I can come here and keep refilling. I don't want to have to, you know, I don't know what to do. I didn't know what I could do with all this food throwaway. Okay, there's a place, there's somebody here I can meet through them. So I love the fact that you're doing that. Um, How can can other folks, you know, first of all, how can they reach out and find you? And second of all, people are listening saying, I want to do good things. How do they get started? Um... I I honestly believe one of the easiest ways to make the biggest environmental impact is to compost. And I don't care if you're using my pickup service or you're composting on your own or you call me for consultation. Um, You can find us on Instagram, Worm Return, Facebook, my website, www.wormreturn.com. there, I have stickers all over the tri-state area. <laughs> we have one at, at a local bar up in Polish Hill. There's one in New York City. These, um, these stickers we, we can throw away. Safely. Right, not biodegradable. You can <laughs> they throw are not. Away. They are not. But I do have a place to recycle the backs of the stickers. But yeah, what you were talking about, Steve, it's it's actually something I've been working on myself. You know, people have these co-working spaces, and it's all these white-collar people. I don't know if this is a term, but I've made it one. We need a green collar co-working space. Mm. So people oh, like, like, that. like me, like Carrie, like Espo, that Larissa that was on before, that we're all doing good things. 
How do we collaborate and work together? You know, I can't grow anything. But I hear I make everybody really good dirt. Part. Everybody does their part. Exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly. Well, we wish you all the best. And everybody I said the word it. impact, which is I love good. It. Yeah, you guys are definitely having an impact on people. And we wish you uh, all the best. Anything thank we you. can do, always let us know. I appreciate right. it. Thank, thank you. you so much. Right, thank My you pleasure. For your time. Thank you. And we want to thank La Scuola d'Italia Galileo Galilei, the only nonprofit school in Pittsburgh endorsed by the Italian consulate. If you're interested in learning Italian or have your children being immersed in the Italian culture and language, be sure to give them a call at 412-404-7070. That's La Scuola d'Italia, Galileo Galilei. Welcome back to Italian Impact Weekly and Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano. We are here at the organic, today's organic market. Uh, the event is called Shop Small Crawl in Oakmont. Uh, a lot of people coming in and out. We have some music in the background. I was going to sing in a little bit. Stand by one. But our guest right now is Espo Wilcox of PA Mushroom Company. Yes. Originally, yes. he's from Florida. We already talked about yes, that. Yes. But I Espo, am. what's going on? Um, everything's good. Uh, excited to be here today. Um, this great local event. Um, you know, just all in all. It's just a great day to be here, you know, uh, post-Turkey Day, post-Thanksgiving, yeah, right. uh, gave me a reason to get out of the house, and, you know, the Rosedale Food Pantry, yeah. benefiting from this is definitely uh, topping the cake for me today. All right. Now, you own the company? Yes. And yes. how many people work with you? And tell us how it all started. Yes. Yeah, so I'm the founder of the company, uh, PA Mushroom Company. We got our start back in 2021 publicly. Okay. Um, that's when we launched and decided, hey, we want to make this a brand and we want to be like a place-based company. So, you know, uh, originally we were Nature Offers Mushrooms and then we had some rethought and uh, we decided after the branding debate that a PA Mushroom Company was more fitting for what we we're looking to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so we started actually as a company that supplied wild mushrooms. So I am a licensed forager in Pennsylvania. So Say I'm that again. You're what? I'm a licensed forager. Licensed okay. forager. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm licensed to um, identify and sell wild mushrooms in Pennsylvania. I have to interrupt you. Years ago, there was a my dad had a landscape business, and I go by this house all the time. I don't know what kind of tree it was, but there was a mushroom that came from it. In Italian, we we call it seed d. But but that's beside the point. My mom used to bread it. Okay. And damn, it was good. Right. But I have no idea what kind of mushroom it was or where we can get it. Right. And I'm not giving you much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you had a photo or any kind of reference of to the a tree, yeah, or the tree's or, still there. This is in yeah. the 70s, but the tree is still there. Yeah, because um, it could be like a mycorrhizal fungi, which grows in association to okay. trees. So telling me what type of tree it is can definitely. Um, Give me some answers and okay. also what season it was found in. Was it like a fall mushroom? Was it like a spring, middle of summer? Okay. Um, if you can kind of think back and reflect on when you had the dish. It was good though, boy. Like summer said, dish. She would bread it, fry it, and bread it. Right. And I go by this house all the time. It's an Osborne in between Swickley and uh, Bellevue. Right. And uh, I always wondered, my dad. I used to get mushrooms. No, no, not those mushrooms, but my right, dad right. used to get that one all the time. Yeah. Now, what made you want to start this business? Um, well, I was introduced to chanterelle mushrooms, which is a wild mushroom when I lived in Telluride, Colorado. And uh, when I moved here, uh, prior to moving here, I got an opportunity to work in radio. So, um, whoa, 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 whoa. what'd you do? 
uh, on-air uh, sales. I knew he had the voice for it. I was yeah, like, damn, so, this guy's better than me. You're out. So, <laughs> so, so um, when I moved here, I was, you know, like an alien. I was, I was completely green to the flora and fauna. And uh, growing up in Delray Beach, Florida, I grew up on a landscaping nursery, so... Uh, my grandfather is so you've had it in, your, in you the whole green thumb yeah. on you the whole time. Yeah, so you know, um, but I really didn't like it when I was younger. You know, <laughs> um, you know, it was manual labor. Right. The sun is very hot in Florida, oh, yeah, so a little bit. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, um, it was, it was tough work. But looking back and reflecting, um, I think it helped mold me and uh, made me kind of, you know, cherish those memories of how hard that work was. And uh, yeah, I kind of stumbled into mushroom growing. Let me tell you something. It's funny yeah. you say what you said, because when I grew up, I had to do all the yard work in my yard. Right. Pulling the weeds, planting the tree, water to go out and do all the work. And then when you're doing it, you're like, ah, I hate this. I hate right. this. Then when you look back, you're like, man, truth be told is I almost think humans were made for that. Right. We are made to be, I'd say it, we're made to be outside in right. the field, being with nature. Right. I, I almost envy that you get to almost Almost be the fulfillment of what we're supposed to be. We're not meant to be in cubes in an office building. Right, I, right. I do not believe that, even though I, I've done it, been there, done that. But I don't know. There's just something about being able to get out there. So when you said that, I just struck a nerve with me because I'm the same way. I'm like, when I was younger, right. you're like, you don't appreciate it. Then you're older, and you're like, man, I'd almost give anything to go back to that time. Just something as simple as pulling weeds and planting something. It's, exactly. It's crazy. So when I moved out here to uh, do radio, um, I would go out during my breaks and do little small trails and little safe, you know, places and spaces that right, I could right. easily find my way out of, you know, because the forest is dense and vast and very deep and... Uh, it's surprising. People yeah. don't think that. It is. Yeah, and uh, it was a little overwhelming, and, you know, being from Florida, the sure. flora and fauna is palm trees, you know, we grew a lot of citrus. Uh, my grandfather actually migrated here to cut sugar cane, so uh, a lot of those deep Florida uh, native roots. Um, but yeah, so when I moved here, I was looking to get back in touch with nature, basically. And uh, I would go out on hikes and find mushrooms along the way. And one of my great friends, uh, by the name of James Garbarino, um, who's now retired. Yeah, yeah, he is. And, uh, and uh, he's a retired um, medevac uh, nurse, you know, so wow. working in a helicopter. And uh, he would often bring these mushrooms back, you know. I would be visiting his house and his family and he would come back with these wild mushrooms, and I would recognize some of them from when I lived out in Colorado. So it's got a red top, it's purple and green. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so welcome back. <laughs> so, um, you know, he didn't have a hard time convincing me to eat them, but uh, he did have a hard time convincing the rest of the family. Sure, sure. So that's so because I, they found them wild. Yeah, because they, were like, they found them this? wild, and oh, they okay. were like. Oh, Kind of on the fence as to whether they were. Are, are or most not. are most wild mushrooms dangerous, or is no. it just a question of if you find the one in twenty, you're dead? Yeah, yeah. So, um, or there on are Mars. some that we know are more uh, toxic people. than okay. others. So, yeah. Um, when you're studying, that's something you pick up on, you know, especially and, when. And that's where the licensure comes into play. Yeah, especially you have to make sure you're not picking the wrong edibility, things. Edibility, you have to know common lookalikes and how to basically decode the mushroom, right? So, looking at the organism as a whole. But uh, yeah, so um, from there it led me to the education. How do I um, 
you know, educate myself or become educated on the subject of foraging. And along my way, I heard a lot of these heritage stories of people saying, oh, my mom's um, Eastern European or my grandfather was Italian and they went out mm -hmm. and foraged. Right. And uh, I wish I had that skill set passed down to me. So there was like this gap in knowledge. Also, that kind of helped me fuel uh, my fascination with wanting to learn more and then to be able to educate others. So it's come full circle now. And, now, how do you educate others now? So we hold courses. We have like a beginner's guide to foraging. We also teach mushroom cultivation. And uh, yeah, we work with lots of... Um, Where are you guys out of? Uh, Clary in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Not too far. So yeah, uh, our website is pamushroom.com. I was going to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah, you can definitely check us out there. But um, yeah, so... Uh, we cultivate, we educate, we work with other sustainable groups, and uh, we work with small organizations and stores like Today's Organic Market. That's okay. fantastic. Okay. Last question, how has it grown, pardon the pun, from when you started? So it's grown tremendously. Uh, we've been awarded a couple grants from oh, good. Uh, the date we established, uh, one for uh, an agricultural grant, another was the Big Idea Contest, uh, which was great. I, I want to so, ask yeah. something. Are, are you, you're strictly you're strictly wild mushrooms. You don't grow at all. Yeah, we grow. So okay, we, we're good. wild and cultivated okay. now. So okay. yeah, I started wild, got the license, got then um, I invested in some equipment and learned how to cultivate. Are there any mushrooms that you can't grow? Ooh, oh man, uh, the chanterelle. What's that? It's this little golden mushroom, very popular. Uh, but yeah, the chanterelle um, is a mushroom that can't be cultivated now. There have been some attempts, but not with great success. Also, the morel is another one. It is being cultivated in Asia and some other countries. I believe Denmark as well. But as far as the United States goes, um, what's the one where they take the dogs out for? Ooh, uh, truffles. Truffles. That's a mushroom, yeah. though, right? Uh, they're related. Yeah, they are related. But again, that's one of those things you can't you can't grow. There has been some cultivation. Well, this it's is my more third like, cup of coffee, by yeah. the way. <laughs> He's Enjoy. looking at me as I'm shaking my microphone. <laughs> uh, there are some that can be grown, but basically people are inoculating tree saplings and then planting those. And then it's like a five year or, you know, a plan like that. I, I think it's a matter them. of time before they figure it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah they're working honest. on it. You know what? I, I, I hate to say it like this. I think it's good if we can cultivate it because then we don't have to go out and disturb you know, natural areas, just trying to dig up, you know, mushrooms and stuff. I, yeah. I, I kind of like the idea, especially the common stuff that people want, yeah. of putting it in a, in a point saying, okay, we're going to grow it here and I'll leave that, you know, untouched forest alone right, for yeah. a couple mushrooms. Yeah, so. and uh, when it comes to cultivation, I really like to research like older methods. Um, one of my latest books is from like 1956. And I think that's most interesting than a lot of the newer modern tech stuff because I want to learn how to grow pre-technology. How are they... Right creating these crops and you know packaging these which again was probably was probably safer more yeah. they didn't have all the chemicals they had to do exactly. it exactly use as much from mother earth as they could exactly so yeah all right well we wish you all the best we hey, appreciate everything you. you're doing and uh, whatever we can do let us know hey thank you i'm gonna look yeah because i might actually i, I i've <laughs> always i i've yeah. always wanted to learn what i can eat what i can't eat yeah 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 look me up uh we do stuff locally and uh we also do pa stuff. mushroom yeah pa mushroom.com Perfect. Got it. Simple and easy. Hey, thank you both for having me on today. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, it. later. All right, bye-bye. Thanks to Greater Pittsburgh Travel. For any of your travel needs, let Tom and the team at Greater Pittsburgh Travel know, and they'll take care of you. For more information, call 
888-222-2244 or visit their website at www.greaterpittsburghtravel.com. Welcome back to Italian Impact Weekly and Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano. We have another special guest, Maddie Owens, who is the operations assistant here at Today's Organic Market in Oakmont, which we are uh, recording. Uh, Maddie, thank you so much for being on. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right, we're <laughs> excited to have you. Tell us a little bit about what you do here at Today's Organic Market. Okay, so I'm Carrie's operations assistant. So when I'm not behind the cash register and helping guests. I'm um, in the back um, doing some social media things and doing stuff like that, yeah. All right. <laughs> social media things, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too technical on us now. Uh, no, this is great. Maddie, first of all, again, thank you very much yeah. for being on the air and uh, thank you for taking the coffee. This is my third cup of coffee and I'm gonna go on the record as saying, this is an organic store. Yeah. But the coffee, is out of this world. I love it. Awesome. I've had, I've had right. three cups of coffee. I, I know. I see that. <laughs> you know what? They also have chips. They have fuel drinks, vitamins. No, this is a great place. Uh, fruit punch, uh, baking needs, tea. They have. You guys have everything here. Now, and it's all organic. Now yeah. Let's, yeah. Now let's talk about you, though. So a couple of things. Is this just a job to you, or did you come here out of a passion? Because working oh, in an organic market is a little different than working at Giant Eagle. Oh, of course. Yeah, this was all a passion, and... um. Um, I was just a customer here, but then really the mission behind the store is what brought me and Carrie together. And it's all about getting back to scratch, getting back to tradition, and um, helping the community find good, healthy, organic food. And I was like, I love that. <laughs> now tell us how you started, because you had a baby and you wanted to Right, do right. That. So um, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, and... Um, when she was born, I was like, what can I do to make her the healthiest possible? And what can I do to just help her grow and be the best she can? So when we moved here and we found this store, I was just so happy and blessed to be able to come here and pick out things that I know I can trust and to give my daughter and myself, too. Now, moved here. Where are you originally from? Uh, North for sales. Well, really move, move. We're thinking. Like yeah, some, just a little. I thought you were going to like Buffalo or something. No, <laughs> I had to say that because there was a certain a certain hockey team found a way to blow a two to nothing lead I last saw that. night. I saw that. Yes, this is recorded. It's only a couple of days old, but uh, no, it's good. Let's talk a little bit more about you. So you've come here. You're working here. Um, what's a day in the life of like working here? Uh, so we come in. We um. We get set up for success. We're making sure all our produce is up to date. We're, we're helping our guests when they come in. We're getting to know them so that we can get what they need. Um, we have a lot of people come in looking for supplements, <clears throat> looking for different recipes. Now, I do notice that when people are coming in here, you guys seem to know who they are. Yes. Uh, it's a very... It's a very a, a personal, uh, you know, a touch where you actually know the customers and they come in a lot of repeat folks, which speaks volumes yeah. of the quality. If people are coming back, right, that's telling me that's a good place to come. Mm -hmm. But you guys seem to perform that relationship. Talk about that. How does that happen? Pun intended. Is it organic or? Is it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. And um, you know, we really care. We want everyone to be really taken care of when they come here because that's what this is all about. Making sure that when they come in, that we can really help them in the best way 
that we can, you know. Now, what are some things you've learned since you worked here? Because you probably, I'm, I'm going to make a leap of faith that you didn't grow up and say, you know what, I can't wait to work in an organic market. Right. It's just something that you come in one day and you said, well, this is pretty cool and I kind of care and you're telling me all this stuff's organic and she's Karen's probably like, yeah, it is. And you said, this yeah. is awesome. What have you learned since working here? Right. So I, I didn't grow up very like holistically. So being able to come here and you know Carrie being able to tell me about some of the products that are on the store like oh this herb is great for this or you know the alternatives um, <laughs> yeah. well the alternatives are prescription um, or, or synthetic made in which of course there's nobody in the world that can tell me that anything synthetic made is is better for you than something natural right right and also um, what can we do to take care of ourselves now so that when things do come that we can get through it the best way we can and get through things like colds because when I was first just a customer here and I had toothaches and colds and Carrie was there to help me and get me through all of that. Now let me ask you, where do you get the coffee from? I gotta ask. This is my third cup. I mean, this is caffeine. I don't, I don't know, drink I don't caffeine know like what this. brand you're drinking. I don't know, but right she's now, been making it for me, and you've been stirring it for me, so <laughs> I'm just ready to jump up off the walls. But it's good stuff. We have we have a lot of mushroom coffees. <laughs> I know we just had PA mushroom on, but um, I thought that was a red top on there. I'm that's sorry, something that's a I've Alice learned a lot about joke. is is mushrooms. <laughs> They've and now I'm taking like. Uh, Mushroom vitamins. As I say, like is there anything really nutritional? I mean, I love mushrooms, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. I don't eat mushrooms because I think they're nutritional. Am I wrong? They're really good for like like brain health. They so my Dane Bramage can be solved with having better mushrooms. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> or is it too late for that? Well, we appreciate you. We're going to have Carrie. We're going to make Carrie get on yeah. this show, but to continue success and keep doing great things. Right. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Thank All you. Right. <laughs> We'd also like to thank Chris Gonzalez from the Knights of Columbus. If you have any questions about joining the Knights of Columbus, reach out to Chris Gonzalez at 412-605-9074. Okay, welcome back to Italian Impact Weekly and Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. We have another special guest on today, Cassandra Brown. She's on the board of directors with the Rosedale Food Pantry. Tell us uh, what your your goals are here today and uh, just tell them why you're here. So we're here today because Carrie was so nice to reach out to us. She has heard about our food pantry, not just from the community, but from me coming here as a, a regular customer. And she decided to really uh, assist us in meeting the needs of our clients by having a food drive for us here today. Yeah, I know she's very passionate about it. She told me about this a long time ago, mm -hmm. and uh, she's a giver without question. Yes, she and is. And this is a great organization to give to. Tell us how you got started in it. So I've been involved with the food pantry for approximately 20 years. Um, I've been a nurse for almost 30 and a nurse practitioner. Oh, wow. But there was a time when I had just had a child and I wasn't working, and at the same time my husband got laid off. And so we just needed food for one month. And we went to the food pantry, and they graciously gave us a box to tie us over. Even though we didn't meet the income requirements, we just had a little gap in, in, sure. in, in, in needing some assistance. And ever since that day, we have dedicated ourselves to volunteering there and making our children um, volunteer there as well. That is very nice. And that's a nice story, and that, that, that's good that you do that. And that, I'm glad that we, we got you here to tell that story. Oh, thank you. No, you know what? It's funny because I don't think... I don't think people know how far 
a seed will grow when you plant it. And if, the reality is, is at one time, a long time ago, somebody helped you when you needed it. And you said, you know what, I'm going to pay that back. And you've been, sounds like you've been dedicating a long time to doing the right thing. And, you know, it's one of those, it's one, first, I think food pantries are fantastic because they, they fill a void. It shouldn't be somewhere I have to go for the next five years to eat food. But I love the idea that, hey, I want some rough times, especially <laughs> lately. Last few years, people have been falling on rough times. Inflation, money's not worth as much. We, we need a little assistance. Talk a little bit about more about, you know, how beyond just being a passion for you trying to pay this back, how do you guys operate? How does this whole thing function? Because it's been around a while yes. and it's successful. So how does it work and, and, and what's keeping it going? So what keeps it going is the passion of our volunteers. Our volunteers are a driving force in us being able to keep this train moving. Um, Pittsburgh Food Pantry supplies us, but because of the generous donations of our sponsors and the volunteer, um, the volunteerism, we're able to keep it going. Um, we get some food from the food pantry, but there's a lot that we have to purchase. So if we didn't get those monetary donations we wouldn't be able to take care of the 250 families that approximately that we serve each week mm. um so do they rotate is it rotating or is it like a set number or is it so just every wednesday we service families every wednesday except the fifth wednesday and the volunteers come in the morning and they serve approximately two to three hours to prepare the boxes and get them ready for that evening. And then our families come in about from 4.30 to 7.30 and we give them not only a box of dry goods, but we supply them with meat as well, meat and vegetables. Um, and we get volunteers from all over, but my organization, Zeta Phi Veta, we also um, are very service oriented and we have partnered with several food pantries in Allegheny County just to be there to make sure that you have the manpower to fill those boxes, provide that 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 transportation to their vehicles. I mean, we take the food to their cars. We also take food in our trucks to local high-rises for senior citizens who can't come out. And this is all stuff that we do on our own and with the funding that we get from our sponsors. And talk about some of the communities. Which communities do you serve? So our food pantry, Roselle Community Food Pantry, we service Verona, Oakmont, Penn Hills, Plum, um, and those surrounding areas. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you do you guys have a, a a kind of a screening to make sure folks really need this? And this isn't just somebody saying, "Oh, I can get free food." Like, how do you know? Right. So there are some um, income guidelines, and they do want you to be in the. Um, in our service area, but if there's someone that has an emergent need, they will assist you with a one-time donation of, of, of a box of food, of meat and produce, but we do try to keep it into our geographical area, but we don't turn anyone away. Now, I was going to say, real, real quick, let me ask you something. Um, a lot of the food, you guys are taking financial donations, but you also take food donations and you just buy it, or how, how did, where does the food actually come from? So, most of our food comes from the Greater Pittsburgh Food Pantry that we purchase each each week. The food, um, they donate some to us, some we purchase. And then we have donations where we take our truck and pick up from, say, Giant Eagle if they have excess. But Sam's it's not Club if they have right. excess. No, we do have individuals that will drop off to us as oh, well. Okay. And usually those are non-perishable goods. Organizations will give us meat and produce, but individuals bringing it in, we take non-perishable items. Has has things been easier since the pandemic, meaning people are starting to have maybe a little bit more of a heart 
things have happened to people. Let me give to people, play it forward, pay it forward. We've been extremely blessed that we have continued to have a nice influx of people giving to us and donating to us. However, with the pandemic, um, there has been a decline in the amount oh. of money that we get because everyone has a need or the items cost more, okay. you know, or they're hard to come by. So even the Greater Pittsburgh Food Pantry, who graciously has provided for us for years, has had to give us less just oh, because wow. they're okay. servicing so many more people. Yeah, I was going to say, I was wondering how in the last few years how things have trickled up. I remember watching some news stories where there were people that said at one time I was giving and now I'm getting. You guys see that a lot? Yes, we do. We do. And I, and I think that's a lesson for folks that are listening. It's like, look, you might be on good times now. Yes. And it, it, the most important time to help people is anytime. anytime. And But especially when you are have a surplus. Because I think if we all do that, you know, there might be a time when we're all going to need help. And, I've, and I, by the way, I've been to the point where I've been dirt poor. Yeah. You know, and I've been well off. And that's why I've, I never, ever forget where I come from. Yes. And I think if people take that message... Then you're going to find groups like this. You say, you know, I'm going to help a little bit. I'm going to help a little bit. Because you know what? If you've been there, you're like, I don't want to be back there. But if I ever go back there, I want to know there's somebody like me. You know, not that I'm some saint. But I mean, there's somebody out there that says, you know what? I'm going to donate to keep these things going. What do you, what do you we're, say? We're all one life experience possibly away from, That's right. you know, food insufficiency. Exactly. Or homelessness, you know. Exactly. Um, so it is... It's not always the choices you always, make, right? Absolutely. It could be something that happens externally something you can't control. Absolutely. Now, how can people donate, get in touch with you, help your organization? So we are on Facebook, and they can look us up at Rosedale Food Pantry. We also have a QR code here at the store that you guys can share if you like as well. Um, or they can, you know, again, hit us up on social media. And we also have an email address, rosedalefoodpantry.org. And a phone number? Can yes, I read that? Yes, you 412-302-2509. Yes, thank you so much. And thank we're going to put everything out on our website for you, too. Oh, we're going to so awesome. share the love, and we're going to need to keep doing what you're doing because let me tell you something. I appreciate what you're doing, and I know those people, hopefully they telling you they appreciate what they're doing. And folks that are listening, you know, like, like we've just said, you know, God forbid something happens, but you could be the one standing in line for that food. And if you can help people... You help people. so Yes, thank you. Thank you to all your listeners. Thank and if they can donate, we appreciate it. And we'll be there for them if they ever need us. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. For all of your plumbing needs, be sure to try Pellucci Plumbing. Nick and the team have decades of experience and will get you back up and running. For more information, call Pellucci Plumbing at 412-782-5050. Welcome back to Italian Impact Weekly and Talking Business Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. We have a very special guest on who was on the Italian Impact Weekly show a little while back. Somebody who I met here at today's organic market. I think it was in June. And that is the ambassador of today's organic market, Kathy Phillips. Kathy, thank you so much for being on again. Thank you. Such a cool word, ambassador. ambassador. Right? When Carrie said, do you want to be an ambassador for the store? I said, I don't know. What does that entail? <laughs> and uh, basically, I just support the heck out of her because I... Um, have a diet that requires the food that she has mm. I can't find it anywhere else I have to right. travel into the city which would be about a 40 minute drive against traffic I just come to good old Oakmont today's market and you know what though not only like I said before they have so many different products here but it's the people here including yourself and Carrie and Maddie that make you feel welcome and that educate you absolutely it, it's it's a unique store because of just that you walk into 
the big giant stores and you're a number. You're a number. Uh, you're not known unless you get hit in the parking lot. That would be it. Um, but here, it's just a personalized experience. And everybody's different. And she embraces every single person that walks through the store. What made you want to eat better? Was there a health issue or just you maybe hearing things and listening to things say, no, no, I'm going to change this? Yeah, that to me, it was, it was basically... Um, hormonal you know change in, in in hormones and midlife crisis and um asked my doctor i'm like hey you know what can i do to lose weight he said welcome to old age i'm like well that wasn't a good answer <laughs> so i educated myself on what the paleo diet's all about and like i said on that last show it's all ingredients it's all based on ingredients so thanks to dr palombini uh, Carpe Diem Wellness, certain functional medicine doctors, and a PCP, you got to throw that in there. Um, you learn what the culprits are, and then you zoom in, and you look at the ingredients. I used to be one of those people that would see people in the big stores, they have glasses on, and they're reading, and I'm like, let's just pick it up and buy right. it, whatever. And then when I turned about 54-ish, okay, almost yeah. seven years ago, um, <laughs> I'm one of those people, and I'm reading for ingredients no matter where I go. In here, I know the brands, and I haven't bought a brand like Nabisco, like a well-known brand, for seven years. Wow. Okay. And you feel the, I mean, obviously you look oh, great, but you feel the effect? You. I do. I mean, it doesn't mean that you have a perfectly well-balanced um, life. You know, life comes at you fast with sure. certain viruses or whatever, but my body works for me inside out because I'm so cognizant of what I'm putting in it. Do I cheat sometimes? Absolutely. Wow. But I know not to have certain ingredients like soy lecithin or soy itself or, um, you know, for me, dairy and gluten. It's just what my body didn't like. Mm -hmm. So once you find out what your body doesn't like, you listen, you listen. Yeah. Right. And it speaks. Kathy, first off, I wasn't here at the last interview when you guys had the show. So when I called him Joe, that's she called one. me every name in the book. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if she knows my name now. Claudio. There you go. Uh, I'm not even asking her if she knows mine. We'll just we'll wait till the second show or the third show in that case. Seems um, a little easier to remember than Claudio. Go. That's easy. To Is that right? Yeah. You're Steve. She got it. Okay. I'm Joe. No. Oh my gosh. Now I'm, <laughs> now I'm confused. No, you're good. <laughs> We're giving you grief. No, um, it's funny because I was told one time that if you can't pronounce the ingredients, you probably shouldn't be eating it. And it, it's funny True. you say that. I've also been told that if it can stay fresh on your shelf for months and months and months and months and months, there's probably something right. in there. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. And I think almost all of our health problems, and I believe this, are due to our diet. In the last 50 years, we have just been once we've commercialized once we commercialize things we ruin them right we ruin them and we did it with food we're doing it with medicine you know we're fun hey we can make money off this so i'm going to give you a crappy diet i'm going to put sugar in every possible thing i can i'm going to load you up with sugar lo and behold you're going to have diabetes at some point but don't worry there's a pharmaceutical a that's going to come right. fix that but it doesn't really fix it it just controls it right. and the truth is most of this stuff can go away just by the diet but for some reason people choose to not change you changed out of necessity? I changed because the doctor said words that didn't um, appeal to me. And I said, how can I fix this weight gain with middle life, you know, okay, whatever, menopause, whatever you want to call it, perimenopause, whatever. And he said, welcome to old age. And I said, that's not good enough, doctor. Right. 
And he's and I disagree well, good with that old age because there's a lot of people in other countries and cultures that can live long, healthy sure. lives. For some reason in America, you can see because that they're Because it's right. called MSO, or it's called the, um, you know, the stuff that, come on, the wheat. Um, is that MSO or is that uh, MGO? M- MGO. 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 Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking yeah. soy. MGO, right. and, and you have the things that make the food last longer, but that means it's not going to break down in your body the way it should. So I learned through a 21-day cleanse that I found how to reset my body. And believe me, it wasn't easy. And I didn't know it was Oh, sugar is addictive. But I educated myself. I read. I studied. I studied my body. And I, I learned what to eliminate slowly, what to eliminate slowly. And um, it's been a seven-year journey. Now, the irony is, is if you just want to natural vegetables and, and maybe some clean whole meats. Foods. Yeah, right. It's you, all whole food. I eat like a cave woman. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I a eat lot of people are foods. starting to do that. And lo and behold, and they're healthy. You have to make sure your meats are grass-fed. You have right. to make sure your vegetables. That's right, because just eating meat is not good buy, enough. It's going to be because now the way that, again, it's all mass-produced. And you have to buy right. organic. And again, the problem t- is, is it's so expensive. It's all organic. But, it, but it's getting, it's not the average person. Isn't that sad? Think about why would it be so expensive? Exactly. Well, Because someone doesn't want us to be healthy. Economy's great. I can't figure out why prices are up either. I don't get it. But organic is triple the cost, and well, it shouldn't be because there's less preservatives on the, it. Exactly. The less. It. What? I mean, that's a, that begs yeah. the question. Then why is it so expensive? Why can't I go out and get organic meat or vegetables and not pay an arm and a leg? It's been like that forever. Why does the FDA not approve a lot of the supplements either? So huh. you got to go there too if you well, want to pull FDA, that beast yeah, up. Well, we'll just hold on that. But one. I think it's but just a matter of being in tuned. Yeah. Um, you know, Carrie offers discounts. That helps. She has a app called Clover, and so much uh, purchases you get fifteen percent off. She always has specials going on. She makes the best soup ever. She that, does. I've that, had it. Yeah. That to, um, Whole Foods uh, Giant Eagle blows them out of the water. <laughs> but you know, God love her because she is unique and different, and she's staying small. This woman could blow Giant Eagle out of the water. But why do that when you can stay local? And is the city a small business day? And we need more of that because she's not owned. She owns this. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with that more because that's and therein is the problem because these large corporations can come in. And they can compete. Yeah, and they gobble up the small businesses. Well, and she used to work for a large corporation, so she knows the the both sides of the coin, right? No, no, I get it. So she knows. I think under I think she understands the business better than um, anyone, and uh, she's chosen well, very to go her and path. I, and I, yeah. I do enjoy it here. And by the way, people are wondering if we're selling the place. We're absolutely selling the place, but we're selling it for well, a I'm different her reason. Well, of course. But I mean, it's not even that. It's a but. It, but it's but it. But you don't have to be. The point right. is, if you're do, if people that are involved in this, the one thing I keep seeing this theme over and over again is people here for something bigger. It's not just a job. It's not just a whole foods place. It is. A home almost in a lot of ways because like I said everybody comes in here they know each other they're talking they're chatting and it's just a very it's a good environment yeah. it's it's also it's not just the food it's a psychological place where it's you come welcoming. to and you're right you're exactly and that's and that you don't get mm, <laughs> we all right. joke about the Walmart greeter but I mean like let's be honest <laughs> I could have been that I'm a retired teacher and I thought yeah I'd rather be an ambassador for a store I believe <laughs> Hello, in Hello welcome to Walmart right? <laughs> yeah, no, What are I mean, some of your here. favorite things here well, her most recent is her organic uh, vegetables, and it's from compost. What's it called, Maddie? The uh, composite, the frozen vegetables that she has, the organic. And 
and you can come in and it's like bulk. Mm. So you bring your bag back, and I forgot my bags today, but you bring, I'll just get another one, but you basically, you replenish uh, organic green beans, organic um, frozen fruits, organic broccoli, and I trust every thing in this store right i that's do that's the word trust well you know what you have meats too she has the grass-fed beef she has the chicken you ask if she doesn't have it she orders it now you've tried the non-organic stuff and obviously you are doing the organic stuff tell us the difference it's made in your life if i go back seven years ago i it, i was basically an idk girl like i don't know whatever i'm just gonna eat it mm. and i be i educated myself and i've learned that you and you got to be careful because just it's, if it just says organic, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't anymore. mean anything. You have to really look into, again, who's purchasing it and where they're purchasing it from. You got to know the farmer, like she always says, and you do. And her farmers are from Lancaster. Her farmers are from trustworthy areas. Well, I, love I the believe fact her it's suppliers a whole, are here. I mean, right, she's got suppliers here right, today. Right, because she's one on one with them. But my difference is in your question. I, I feel empowered so when i eat whole foods you feel whole well you are what you eat pardon you are what you eat you are what you eat and and but we're a culture that we're we're distracted to do a quick fast food to oh life comes at you fast oh i'm a work slave i'm a debt slave i have this to pay i have bills to pay wait a minute I got to take care of me first. That's right. That's Amen. Right. And then I can take care of my family and everything else. Now, my final question is, and this is a very important one, because I can probably give everything up, but is there an organic carrot cake that I can have? I just had one this morning. You're kidding. <laughs> How good was it? Because that's, 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 if I'm going to be a Absolutely. junkie, if I'm going to be a slave to the grind, it's going to be it. carrot cake. You can make it. You can. She has bread mix. She has mix here. You can get muffin mix, Steve, and then you can get your organic carrots and all the walnuts that she has here and you can make your own carrot cake it's the icing that's which will blow giant eagles whatever in the freezer out of the water the 20,000 percent of your daily allowance of sugar but see then again sugar. you got to find the time to make it you got to you know but she has stuff that's already made too so it's well, that's my that's my Achilles heel because I could probably give up most junk food, but for some. But she has good for you junk food too. I like it. <laughs> I was talking to your wife Linda Claudio yeah. before this, and I said, "This is the best kept secret in the Pittsburgh area. That's why Today's we're here, market. So it's not a secret. It's not. We're it shouldn't be. It People need to come in and embrace it, and whatever works for them." They will find it here. There's no pressure. Right, right, right. You know, I just yeah. pray that more people can start to read the ingredients. And you said something, Steve, that it's if you don't understand the ingredients, then you probably don't know what you're eating. But it's also, if there's a, a plethora of ingredients yeah. on a long list, more than likely, they're bad. Yeah. Less is more with those right. ingredients. and. You don't need all those fillers. You don't. Let's oh, be. A, right. Let's become another Europe. Come on, we can do this. I don't know. They're going our way. No. I was just over there a month ago, and I went in. I saw all these American fast food places. I said, "Good luck, Europe." I don't. You're going to need your let's socialized healthcare. No. The big cities are becoming, pun intended, Westernized, meaning no. Americanized. Oh yeah. America needs to wake up, really. Before it's too just late. Just take well, care of yourself. Well, the, the irony is, is you would think that, but you know what? Everyone complains about their health. It's like, but stop. We want a pill for everything. We want a short answer. Right. We want a surgery. It's like, you know, it's real simple. Well, Diet and exercise. And, and it takes a detox. There's no shortcuts. Right. Yeah, it Diet takes and a exercise. detox. And for those 21 days, I cleansed. And God love my husband. He loves me because I went through some bad times. 
because when you oh. get out of your system what doesn't belong there, it's going to fight to stay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sugar, and, I, and I, I'm, I use sugar as an example. There's other chemicals, Remember, but it is Remember, she has addictive. coconut sugar here. She has, there's alternatives to sugar well, that will make your life. That they give yeah, us. coconut the, sugar, monk fruit. Uh, what's the other one? Stevia, okay. But the monk fruit and the coconut sugar are for real. It's true sugar. I like sugar. It's incredible. I do like sugar. Well, you are a walking billboard for this place, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate Give me the height. I'll take that height. What's that? No, you're great. There you are. But thank you so much for being you're on, welcome. and we'll have you on again. As yes. I'm my name right. It's a ticket to get in. Claudio and Steve. There you go. That's right. You are Steve, correct? That's what it said in and my I'm, ID. I'm Kathy with a C. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kathy. Appreciate you very Kathy. much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. We'd also like to thank Chris Gonzalez. Chris is a field agent with the Knights of Columbus. If you have any questions about joining the Knights of Columbus, or if you're a current Knight of Columbus and would like to learn more about financial preparedness, reach out to Chris at 412-605-9074. Welcome back to Italian Impact Weekly and Talking Business Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. We've had a lot of great guests on today here at 612 Allegheny River Boulevard in Oakmont, Pennsylvania, but we have the star of the show here, somebody who is just a giver a giver a giver she wants to help people the first time i met her the first thing that hit me is not only how nice she is but how she cares about other people and how does she help other people with her great store and great products welcome carrie d'ambrosio carrie thank you so much for being on yeah hi thank you so much for having me it's a great opportunity to just get get our word and our mission out there today's organic market we are not just a market you're not you know what the first thing i've been here before the first thing steve noticed is that you are all hands-on you just don't want to sell a product you want to help people you talk to people you know everybody where did that stem from with you how did it come if I could say one thing is being around people and just giving and feeding people, that is my heart. It makes me so happy to just have people around me and giving them good food, teaching them what it's about to have proper nutrition and feed their mind, body, and soul. Now, where does, you know, obviously you are, you were out in the real world in the corporate world working for a long time before you came to this to have the, to open this store up what was the impetus for change in your life that made you kind of switch gears in life just because it's it, it, you know what to start your own business is not a trivial endeavor putting the side that you are successful for a moment though but this at some point in your life something clicked and you said you know what I'm, I'm gonna do this what was what was the impetus what was what changed you well I have to say that so when I was 21 years old my husband and I, we looked at the world and we said to ourselves, what exactly do we want to do? And we woke up one day and we said, we're going to open up a health club. We are going to teach people how to take care of themselves. And that's where my mission began. Opened up our first health club in Penn Township, our hometown. We started Penn Athletic Club and Penn Athletic Club was it was tough it was hard work and we started getting involved with our guests who walked through the door signing them up on memberships and started teaching them how to exercise how to take care of themselves and that began it all so 
Antenna Athletic Club was, we were in business for about four years. And then we said, okay, where can we go next? So we opened up another one. When it was all said and done, it was 14 years later. And I had over 2,000 guests at Penn Athletic Club and Diamond Athletic Club, which ended up being in Plum. And that was where I said, wow, every person who came into the, the health club, they wanted to be there. They wanted to take care of themselves. And I would look at them and I was teaching them everything that they needed to know about how to take care of their body. And over time, it just transcended. So it went from the health clubs into then I became so enthralled with, okay, so we're taking care of their bodies, but how can we internally help them? So food became this passion. And I started learning all that I could about food and where the food came from, the farms, understanding organic. You know, I grew up in a time where organic food was always organic. There wasn't a, there wasn't a word to it, right? So with that being said, um, I, I started just talking more and more about, okay, so, so you're doing your, you're coming in, you're working out, we're training, but what are you doing when you get home? And we started really emphasizing on internalizing what they were putting inside of their bodies. And so throughout that transition of time, we had learned okay, so how can they become more energized? How can they, you know, understanding fruits, vegetables, getting sugars out, work, you know, all these, this information was coming at us and putting the nutrition and the exercise together as a whole, just, you started seeing the difference. You started noticing that each individual, their, their demeanor changed, their understanding of what they needed to do to get off their medications and learn how to nourish their bodies and then it just made them better people all around because they were focused and they were clear they understood you know what their bodies were with how their bodies were feeling talk about some of the great you have a ton of products here a ton of products talk about some of them when you talk about products I always use the the words getting back to scratch and knowing the farmers knowing our, where our meat is coming from. Swiss Villa Farms out in Lancaster. Swiss Villa has been the foundation of today's organic market. And the reason I say that is because they care about regenerative farming. They care about their soil. Swiss Villa brings us their raw milk, their raw dairy, their raw cheeses. They bring their their grass-fed, grass-finished meats here to the market. And our guests who come in, they look for that. They want to know who's feeding their family. So Swiss Villa is definitely a staple here at today's organic market. Let me ask you, you know, since I've been here today, i I think a lot of people say, well, it's, if it organic, they think just means enough as it grows in the ground. And they think, oh, it's organic. It comes from the ground. Like, well, where else do you think they come from? It all comes from the ground. What I've learned today is there's an entire ecosystem in that from the dirt. And, and you know, everybody understands the dirt's important, but how that dirt is fertilized is a big difference. Am I throwing a bunch of chemicals in there or is it a natural fertilizer? And then, you know, are these genetically modified plants? Are they natural plants? How are they processed? How are they maintained? What are some of the, the biggest things that you learned when you got into this business, you said, oh, my God, people, we eat like crap. We really do. Most humans, 
nowadays, especially in America, we eat like crap. It's junk. Even when we think we're eating healthy, we're not really eating healthy. What are some of the biggest things you learned since you've opened this up and had to go out and do homework on what was real organic food versus, you know, quote, organic food? Mm-hmm. I would say that the most important is the the fertilization how the farmers are fertilizing their crops how are they taking care of the soil how are they taking care of the animals those are the the i would say the most important factors is what type of fertilization are they doing and regenerative farming is most about sustainability it's about the animals help the ecosystem all working together as one right and when using the the animals as the fertilizer using non-chemical you know some farmers may you know if they get a pest infestation maybe they use a little bit of neem or they make their own organic sprays to to catch it before before it gets too far Um, but a lot of times it's just for from what I've taken is is that it's just understanding what type of fertilization they're doing and how they're treating their soils. How can people get in touch with you? Address of the store, which I've been giving all day, website, phone number. Any information that you would like to know about today's organic market, you can reach us on 612 Allegheny River Boulevard, or you can call us, Any myself or my team. We can answer any of your questions at 412-828-4244. Our Instagram is Today's Organic Market, and our website is www.todaysorganicmarket.com. And again, we want to thank you for having us up here because one of the things that I've seen since I've been up here is I love the community atmosphere. I love what you've done with people come in here. They're all talking. It's just like That's a, a, a wonderful the, community. The products are great. I just love this. But they also come here for her. And she makes no, them feel exactly welcome. Right. She's a great girl. And uh, people like coming here. I'll tell you what, if she wasn't like that, if she was a repeller, people wouldn't right. know how good the products are. Well, that's and right. She makes everybody feel welcome. She educates them. And uh, it's a great, great thing you have going here. And whatever we can do to help you, we're here. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, today's organic market, definitely. It is for me, personally, it is a home away from home. Every guest that comes through the door. I feel like they, over time, the repetitiveness and the consistency of them coming in, definitely they are family to us. We have a lot of guests. I always call I always call myself a bartender of there wellness. There you go. I like that. And when they do come into the store, they don't just want a grocery shop. They come in for to visit with myself and the team and my husband, Matthew. He comes in on Sundays and the guests come in and they hang out with Matt and they talk sports and they talk about food and, you know, they grab a coffee or a bowl of soup. And that's another thing, you know, sometimes our guests, they'll come in just for a bowl of soup because we do daily soup options every week. And that warms their their heart just to know that their, their soup is given to them, um, made with love. And I would say that the entire market is filled with compassion and passion for food and just being together as family that's what's most important to me and you know this this isn't about me personally I always make everything here at the store about everyone else and we collaborate with so many locals and we collaborate with different organizations because I want it to be a place for them to call home also with what they're promoting and what they're giving back to the community. Um, So that's been a really good 
a really good thing here at the market is for me seeing the joy that I'm giving to others and the store is giving to others when they're when they're here. Well, we appreciate you having us and continued success. And uh, this is an important thing. So again, uh, congratulations and thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Right. And we want to thank La Scuola d'Italia Galileo Galilei, the only nonprofit school in Pittsburgh endorsed by the Italian consulate. If you're interested in learning Italian or have your children being immersed in the Italian culture and language, be sure to give them a call at 412-404-7070. That's La Scuola d'Italia Galileo Galilei. We are here at the today's organic market, 612 Allegheny Boulevard in Oakmont, Pennsylvania. We've interviewed a lot of great guests, but you've also heard some background music, and that is Mr. John Patrick. John, thank you so much for being here. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, yes. All right. I'm uh, new to Oakmont. I just moved here about a year ago. I love it here. From where? Weirton, West Virginia. Okay. All right. Not too, too far. No, not far at all. Now, you said nice you... little town here. Yeah, very yeah. nice. You said you wrote a song recently, correct? Yes. It's a song called Irish Rose. I actually meant, wrote it many years ago, but I'd like to oh. play you a few bars of it now. Okay. Well, yeah. it's all yours. All right, it's all thank yours. You. another beer glass I have a story to make the time pass it's getting pretty late if she shows I'll know it's fate I know an Irish girl we go way back every time I see her smile she stops me in my tracks I have a ring I hope I can stay in her way That's good. All right, cool, man. Good. Little piece of uh, Irish rose for you guys. Very good. Now, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do it? PatHeiserman.com, and you can see me around town. I play at the wineries all over Pittsburgh and also here at the lot at Edgewater here in town right in Oakmont. Every month I'm there. Even though we said John Patrick one more time, yeah, website. John Patrick Heiserman, and the website is just Pat Heiserman for the sake of brevity. I have a long name. Yeah, that's good. That's all right. That's okay. All right. Yeah, well, thank so you thank so you much. Guys. I appreciate it. Continued you, success. Happy to be here for a good cause today. All right. Thank you. Thank you. another beer glass I have a story to make the time pass it's getting pretty late if she shows I'll know it's fate